thousands of these masked miscreants. So listen up. As long as J. Jonah Jameson is CEO of Daily Bugle Communications, I won't rest until New York has seen the last of Spider-Man. And a good morning to you, J. Jonah Loudmouth. This is episode 238 for July 2013. Hey gang, welcome to a special edition of The Crawl Space. We're starting a new segment and bringing back George Berriman for it. George, welcome back to the show, sir. Because fans demanded it. <laughs> yes, smiling Stan. <laughs> Basically, you're going to be uh, reviewing the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, which airs on the Disney XD, right? Right, and it's a cartoon aimed at kids, and so, of course, you go to a 41-year-old who hates the Ultimate Universe. That's your go-to guy for the cartoon review. We're going to do porn and cartoons with George, all right? That's... Uh... <laughs> So I, I said, hey, George, you want to review the show? And he said, why not? And, and, and I think it's going to be a funny segment. So uh, we're in Season 2 of Ultimate Spider-Man, right? Uh, yes, we are currently in Season 2. And we've got, uh, I think there's a total of 45 episodes. So for each segment, what we're going to do to play catch-up a little bit, uh, we're going to do one review of episode, uh, an episode from Season 2, and then we're going to start from the beginning up at the top, and uh, review them each. Yes. So what are the two we're talking about today, sir? Uh, the two that we're talking about today, um, from Season 2, it is The Incredible Spider-Hulk. Based on, I guess, that Web of Spider-Man uh, 6970, possibly, uh, <laughs> by Alex Savick that I like. Did, did, did they transfer minds, like Freaky Friday? Oh no! Then no, that's not because okay, I haven't seen. I haven't actually seen this episode. It, basically, Spider-Man gets a little bit of uh, gamma radiation and turns into Spider-Hulk. Oh that. no, no, that's that's not what happens here. Um, but uh, there's very little in this that that takes anything from the six one six Marvel universe. <laughs> very little. And also, we're going to do uh, episode one of season one, which is called Great Power. Yes. And basically, the origin. So, which one you want to start with? Which one you want to review? Um. We can do uh, we can do number one first. Um, okay, cool. And and keep in mind, and I, I'm going to try to be um, as impartial as I can when reviewing these. But you know, in full disclosure, I, I hate the Ultimate Marvel Universe. <laughs> I full on hate it. I have always hated it. I've hated it since since it started. Um, it has always, to me, been a waste of time uh, and resources and. I have never been a Ultimate Marvel fan. Um, I'm sorry. And this is basically like an offshoot. I mean, this really doesn't. I know Bendis is involved with it, but this is like a totally new universe with him and Spider Friends, like Iron Fist and stuff like that. Bendis so. is on there, I think, as a consulting producer. You also right. have Paul Dini, of all people, um, mm -hmm. who wrote Batman. Uh, yeah, and he wrote the the pilot episode that we're going to talk about tonight, um, which yeah. actually doesn't deal with the origin, by the way. Um, but he wrote the pilot episode, and I'm going to bring that up a little bit later. But uh, it, also, there 
the the other folks behind it are a group of four people called Man of Action because it takes four people to make one man, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's like like a Devastator from the Transformers. Right? Together, they combine one. <laughs> exactly. I was just looking up yeah. uh, Dinobot information earlier and couldn't truck on stuff. Don't ask me why. It was, it was This is why we're friends. <laughs> brothers from the I know, yes. right? Um, I'm looking up Constructicons. You're looking up Dinobots. So gotta love Wikipedia. And like, I know, right? And you just get segued. You know, you can start yes. looking at gardening, and the next minute you're on to, like, uh, Satanism in the 70s. I mean, it, it's that <laughs> – it's, it's like six degrees of separation on Wikipedia. Can't say I've gone down that road, but yeah, okay, I can understand. <laughs> but uh, Man of Action is the name of the team of um, Duncan Rudlew. I think that's how you say it. Uh, Steven Seagal. Not the Steven Seagal, not the action Steven Seagal. It's Steven T. Seagal, and it may be Seagal for all I know. Um, and <laughs> – and Joe and Joe Kelly and Joe Casey. Joe Kelly, I, I loved his Deadpool stuff because because when I think of children's programming, I think of Joe Kelly, Joe Casey, and and Brian Bendis. Yeah, <laughs> I, I you know immediately when I saw you know when I saw the season two episode because the season two episode we're going to cover tonight was written by Bendis, and I, okay. immediately when I saw it written by Bendis, my mind went back to Alias Max. Oh no! That scene with like Jessica Jones and she's getting you know just railed from behind. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh God, Luke's gonna hate himself for this." That the night I just the night I just let him do whatever he wanted to. Oh, I'm like, oh, you know, how are we gonna yeah. how are we gonna branch that, you know, into here? And and Joe Casey, of course, is the guy who gave us the X hooker. And uh, Joe Kelly's the guy. X-Hooker. Oh, what was her name in the Uncanny Stacey, X-Men? Stacy X. Stacy X, the X. Yeah. yeah. And Joe Kelly was the uh, was the uh, wasn't he the guy that uh, just recently in the brand new verse didn't he have uh, Black Cat and Spidey break into the hotel for masked sex? <laughs> yeah, I, I think. So apparently, was, when you get the three of these cats in the room, the first light bulb that goes off is children's show. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Sure. <laughs> it's like, like Bob Guccione trying to do, uh, you know, like those, uh, like, like, you know, Sea Pug Run. Remember from back in the day, like those little golden key books? Oh, wow. You know, Joe Casey also had the, the unfortunate experience to follow Peter David after a 12 year run on The Incredible Hulk. I, I felt sorry that he had to come in because it was just a bad story. I mean, he, it, no one was going to like that after Peter David got fired after 12 years. So. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, I mean, that. somebody's got to. I mean, but those are those are big shoes. You know, Paul Jenkins did it all right. Well, Paul Jenkins didn't directly follow him though. No, he he didn't last very long either. But his Hulk was pretty. Solid. I enjoyed. Hulk. Anyway, yeah, I did too. Anyway, episode one, Great Power. It aired on April first of twenty twelve. April Fool's Day, evidently. Um. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> there's before before we go get into the meat of the story, let's talk about some of the voice yep. talent. Um, and, and just from a, an aesthetic choice, they have Spider-Man presented here as a teenager, as a 15-year-old. Right. And Drake Bell, who also does his voice in that Marvel Heroes game I'm playing, you know, that uh, the PC game. Um, yeah. I hate his Spider-Man voice. Because, <laughs> Why? Because, because between the writing and his voice, Spider-Man comes across as a 15-year-old with weaponized ADD. Who cannot who cannot focus and cannot you know what I mean? It's it, it's yeah. one thing to have a, a funny Spidey who's using humor to throw his villains off. This guy's yeah. just a jackass. Mm. You know he's like he's like the kid who's trying to like hang with the older kids, but he's he, it makes him extra annoying. Mm. He's like that. Yeah. So, okay. um, Chi McBride. I don't know if you know who Chi McBride is. 
Yeah, he he's a character actor. I've seen him in several things. Uh, Most recently, he did a very good turn on two seasons of Pushing Daisies, which I loved. Yeah. And uh, he plays Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. You have J.K. Simmons coming back as J. Jonah Jameson, which is both exciting and um, disappointing. Because if he's mainly on billboards talking, is That's, what I've seen. He doesn't have a presence so far that I've seen. Other than being on a Times Square billboard as part of Daily Bugle Communications, ranting about Spidey in Times Square. That's, that's literally all you ever see him, and he's just a one-note pony. Spider-Man's a menace. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, he, that's, that's he, a lot. He eventually, he eventually shows up. I saw an episode of when Mary Jane tries to get a job with Bugle. He, you eventually see him besides the billboard, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Tara Strong plays Mary Jane. Speaking of Mary Jane, um, Tara, yeah. veteran voice actress who everyone loves. Mm-hmm. Um, she has done so much voice work, you, you know, it's hard to even track it. I mean, it's just that prolific. It's that huge. Wow, I just looked at her on Wikipedia. She's a looker, too. Oh, yeah, she's cute. Um, yeah. And uh, and she uh, she's mainly known from comic book folks for uh, voicing uh, Batgirl a lot in a lot of the episodes. Oh, okay. Rooms. Got it. Um, Clark Gregg, uh, Agent Paulson. Or not yeah. Paulson, Agent Coulson. Pardon me. Coulson, yeah. Paulson. Where's what's Paulson? Uh, so Clark Gregg comes back as Agent Coulson. Right. He plays the principal of or doesn't he? Um No, not that I've not that I've seen. He's the, He hasn't done that yet. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. That may come in season one because in the season one episode he wasn't in there. In the season two episode he was on the Shield Helicarrier that I that I saw. In the season one he wasn't he wasn't and, just so the listeners know, you're watching this. You're watching a new one, and you're watching an old one, so you don't know much in between yet. So it, every episode is kind of new for you, right? I've I've seen bits and pieces here and there. Um, and uh, Stephen Weber from Wings. Oh yeah, what does he play? He is Norman Osborn, and uh, the uh, the Goblin, such as it is. Uh, and I haven't seen that in an episode yet, but I've already seen pictures of what the Goblin looks like in this, and it's that jackassy ultimate Goblin that I just. Is it Goblin Hulk? I, I flat out episode. freaking hate. Yes, the yeah. the fire throwing Hulk clone Goblin that Bendis yeah. says that, that that's like his most favorite thing that he's ever done for Ultimate Spider Man. I'm like, are you kidding me? Seriously, yeah, not- seriously, I enjoyed the power the Raimi Power Ranger Goblin better than that Goblin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't pumpkin balls or pumpkin bombs, <laughs> maybe pumpkin hey. balls, uh, come out of his hands? <laughs> and the comic? No, I think he just threw fire. Oh, okay. I think he yeah. just threw fire, and he was like Hulk, big and horny, and you know, he had, well, he had like orange, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It, it, it's it, it is what it is. This is what we have to not work a, with, Joma. Not, not a not a fan. Not, not, not a, a fan. fan. Me neither. Um, and Misty Lee, Misty Lee. Do you know who that is? Misty Lee. Um, I don't. She is a uh, a big time magician. Okay. She is also Paul Dini's wife. Oh, and she okay. she's also like you had commented earlier about how cute Tara Strong is. Misty Lee ain't bad either. She's pretty. pretty. I'm looking at a picture of her. She's Aunt May. Wow. Yeah, she plays Aunt May. Well, this is the ultimatized Aunt May, still kind of yeah. milfy thing. She pl- she plays Wii. She goes bowling, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, whatever. And this Aunt May, what probably 45, early 50s? No, she's not. It, it, I I doubt that. She's she's probably a yeah. I would think mid 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think at one point she even starts dating uh, Coulson. Oh, my. Or something like that. Anyway. Well, following the comics, yeah. Aunt May's been dating uh, Jarvis, uh, Willie Lumpkin. 
J. Jonah Jameson's father. Yeah. We, on our on our message board, someone uh, always likes to listen to the old podcast and put quotes up there. And evidently, several years ago, I I said Aunt May's like the screen door of the Marvel universe. Everybody's banged it. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Dude. It's like a doorknob. Everybody gets a turn. You know. Oh, Brad. <laughs> Brad Douglas. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go Brad ahead. Douglas. I, I have an incoming call from uh, Webhead Spidey. Mm. Should, That's me. Should I take that? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> should, should I accept the call? I wouldn't. He's a bastard. All right. Um, anyway, so um, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else I, I need to set up. Oh, Stan Lee has a recurring bit as the school janitor. Yeah, that, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I I like that. I mean, I don't have a problem with that, except that well, 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 we'll get into. Well, let me let me tell you. Okay, first of all, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. What what I've always wanted for Marvel was what DC had. Yeah, you went, I, if I remember correctly, when uh, this was announced, you were excited because you weren't a fan of the spectacular Spider-Man show, which I love. I was excited until I I realized that they were going to do an ultimate take on it and Spider-Man was going to be 12 you know I mean slowly that crumbled uh, it made me it made me more interested in the spectacular Spider-Man if that helps any I, my my reservations of course from spectacular Spider-Man were that they had too many cosmetic changes just for you know the sake of political correctness you know diversity yada yada I remember I used to call it Greg Weissman's diversity squad right and this is straight up Spider-Man's Amazing Friends 2013 um. Yeah. Basically. Well. No. No. Because here that other one was better. I yeah. Agree. The other one was better, and they were actually young adults. Here they're just teenagers. I think at one they and they all live together. Mm, yeah. Well, they, they kind of live on the helicopter. Oh no, they work at the helicopter. They all live together. They're like sharing the same space. At one point, I think they even get like they, they each of them gets like motorbikes. You know, like 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 motorcycles or some kind of crap, and I'm like, God Almighty! I call them the ultimate uh, spider team force. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so it, it anyway. I, what I always wanted was I wanted a, a huge, I wanted I wanted a, a a Marvel universe the way that they did with DC. You know, where you have you start off with Batman, you went to Superman, and then you had all of those fantastic years of Justice League. Right, you know, which had so many characters in it, and it was just so good. Um, and I was, I was hoping we'd get that, you know, and and I, I didn't think we were going to get it with Spectacular Spider-Man, especially after they canceled it. Mm-hmm. You know, because that really puts the kibosh on that. But yeah. here they're wanting this to be that. They're wanting this to be their springboard because they canceled the other Avengers show. Which you enjoyed, and so did I. I loved that. That was one of, that. That to me was like one of the best things I've ever seen animated. You know, like Marvel animated. That and the Hulk versus uh, cartoons. Yeah, that was good. I loved good. those things, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, so I'm very disappointed because this is okay, and this is funny because I had a I had a conversation with a friend of mine. A friend of mine took me to um, uh, out to eat for uh, like a belated birthday present day. Um, mm-hmm. Took me to El Phoenix, my favorite Mexican restaurant, and we were talking about this. And I said, because we're going to go hunting out on his uh, deer lease, we're going to go hunt hogs uh, and coyotes this weekend. So he was like, "Well, be at my office at seven a.m." And I was like, "Yeah, that's not going to happen because I got, you know, I'm going to be on this podcast with uh, with Jomo." Mm. <laughs> and I had to explain to him what was going on and everything. And yeah, and um, 
and he, we talked about this, and he goes, oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, my eight-year-old kid watches that, loves it. Yeah. And I was like, exactly. Now, here's, here's where this is all – this whole thing is a mischance. This could have mm-hmm. this could have appealed because here's the thing you don't have to make a, a a cartoon where little spider cherubs appear and talk nonsense and Spider-Man's got ADD and Luke Cage is a 15 year old you don't have to do that to get kids to like it. Yeah, I, I mean, granted, you and I both are not the target audience for this, but if you look at stuff that Pixar uh, does, other Disney animations, it's it's a show for the whole family. Brad, you and I. Watched yeah. Marvel cartoons when we were kids, where the Marvel yeah. cartoon characters were not teenagers. Well, that's true, and we ate that's true. and we ate the shit up. Yeah, Bruce Banner and the Hulk cartoon was not. He was an adult. Spider Man, Amazing Friends, adult. Even in those uh, early cartoons, remember when you had the uh, the, er, the like the sixties cartoons? So hell, Spider Man. I was uh, yeah. I used to watch the reruns of the of the sixty. What was it? The sixty six or sixty seven Spidey? Right, sixty seven. Yeah, and, and, and the dude had like the dude's like. The deep-sounding guy from the from the freaking Oak Ridge Boys. So, do you think Spider-Man works better as an adult in animation? Is that what you're I saying? I think Spider-Man works better when you're when a you're not pandering, you know, to try to make it a kids show because it is Spider-Man. Kids are going to watch it. Yeah, you don't have to make it about. You're limiting your audience if you make it if you broaden it. Mm-hmm. If they had done it straight up. Made it like you know, made it more like Batman, not in tone, not dark and brooding and everything, but you 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 bring the writing level up to that. Mm-hmm. You make it, you make the stories more serious, and you let Spider-Man be the one being funny. And here, everyone, it, it's just like Dan Slott's writing it. Everyone's fighting for the gag. Mm. Even the villains, even the villains are fighting for the yucks. Mm-hmm. And it, it limits it limits the audience, and it limits it limits me giving a damn. I'm like. Give me a reason to give a damn. Take this seriously. Would this have been a better show, like uh, the Brave? What's the Batman Brave and the Bold? Would this have been a better Spider-Man team up show? I only saw a few episodes of that, and it, mm-hmm. that was a to me again that was a lost opportunity mm-hmm. to to do something that people can you know can get serious about. And I, this thing does have funny moments. We're going to talk about them a little bit later. Okay, go good. It does have good. funny moments. So if you're watching, if you're just a parent watching this with your kid. Then yeah, I mean you're probably going to enjoy it because your kid's enjoying it, and that's really all you care about. If you are a fan of Marvel and you want to see their characters represented correctly, and you're longing for that, you know that sense of Marvel continuity—not well, con- I say continuity, but you know what I mean, like the cohesion that you had with the, those DC cartoons. Right. You're going to be sorely disappointed. Okay. And and so that's why I think that this whole thing is a missed opportunity. I uh, you know, you could have people like me going gaga for this if you had just taken it seriously. Instead what they made is they made something that's just ain't that is just aimed for kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean yeah. they, they already had superhero squad. They didn't need to do this. And super yeah. and honestly superhero squad's not bad. <laughs> have you ever watched it? <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple episodes. I agree, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's very tongue, it's very tongue in cheek. It is, this is trying to go. I, I don't know if it's it's riding the line between serious and not serious, because those cutaway scenes where where he t- he breaks the fourth wall and stuff like that 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 kind of takes me out of it. I mean, I, that's something in a Spider-Man show they haven't done before. Yeah, there's breaking the fourth wall. There's a lot of uh, him talking to himself, and when he talks to himself, he's like a like little fat little spider cherubs. Mm-hmm. Like representing his subconscious or something, I, I guess yeah. I don't know. Um, there's like Devil Spidey Angel. There's Spidey Devil Angel. Spidey Angel Spidey. They have a, like a lot of little cutscenes, yes. like um, 
Evidently, that's a thing to do in animation these days with kids. These well, they, they 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 think these kids have the attention spans of like I don't know, like a, a cocker spaniel. So they're like, <laughs> okay, well, look, we got to fit this gag in here. We have literally one point five seconds. Oh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I, and that, I hate that. I mean, all that's doing is feeding that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, just just tell a good story, and kids will watch it. Kids won't care if it, if, if Spider Man's five or if he's twenty five. Mm-hmm. They're not going to care. They they love Spider Man. That's what they want to see. And this right. this just aims at them, and it cuts everybody else out. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. I hear. I understand. I agree. All right. So okay. Well, let's let's go ahead and just get into the uh, okay. the first episode. This is written by Paul Dini. This is why it's so disappointing for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, his first fight that you see on camera is against Pace Pot Pete, the Trapster. Yep. And. You know, he's throwing out the yucks, um, and that's another thing that they do that is kind of cool, but at the same time, it takes you out of the moment. Whenever a villain shows up or another hero, they kind of zoom in on that person, you know, like in an action pose, and they, they have their name written out beside them. Very video gameish. It is very video gameish, and then he talks briefly yeah. about what they can do, which, you know, yeah. but hey, aren't we about to find that out? Yeah, I mean it, 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 it cuts to the plot. <laughs> why do we plot, Why do we uh, need that distraction? Why do we have to have Oh, look, it's Space Pot Pete Trapster or whatever, and then boom, Trapster powers are you know, and, and I'm like, why aren't we about to see that? He's about to glue the entire damn city. You know, this whole block's about to be <laughs> like you know Glueville. Aren't we about to? Are, are, aren't we going to do the math on that one already? It, it, it's, a, it's a different style to do it, and and uh, another thing before we get too far, I, I I think they were there was a conscious effort not to repeat what other Spider-Man shows have done. Well, there, you know, I mean, uh, I, I can I know you don't I can you aren't fond of spectacular Spider-Man, but that I think was the traditional show that uh, tries to get both audiences, the kids and the adults. This makes me want to and, go back and watch it now, and I can't because they never put like the whole seasons of that out. Only, I know it. They only put out like yeah. little like, ooh, look at this couple of episodes. Buy it for fifteen bucks. Now I'm like, here's my middle finger. How about that? How about <laughs> you put the whole season out for thirty bucks and then we'll talk. It, it's produced by Sony and this one's produced by Walt Disney, so you know, so it's yeah. But but those little moments take it take you out of the yeah. scene. You know, it, it, I, I agree. You, yeah. you don't it's need very choppy. You can't tell me what a plot is because there's so much chop in it. Right. So so we have the whole yeah. trapster fight. Right, right. Uh, which goes, you know, he he wins, but it's one of those you've won at what cost. Nick Fury shows up and is like, "Look around at all this collateral damage, you know, that's been caused, you know, because you're so reckless and irresponsible and unrefined." Um, Join Shield, and then Nick, Nick Fury's like, "You know, hey, it's what uh, you know, would your Uncle Ben want this? You know, I know all about you, Peter Parker, yada yada." And then that's when you get like a flashback. You see like a picture of Uncle Ben and Aunt May and Peter, and then like you see a robber with a gun, and he shoots the gun. That's all the origin you get. It happened – Spider-Man says it happened like almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at Nick Fury, and, he, and, and he's like, I, uh, my Uncle Ben, he was a great guy. This was this, – today was his birthday. And I'm like, then why were you just cutting up in the street like a jackass? <laughs> How come you didn't start the episode thinking about responsibility and power? And you go out there like a literally like a like a jackass with ADD and tear the city up, you know. Yeah. And and then it takes Nick Fury showing up. Oh yeah, this was his birthday, and I'm like, oh, how contrived is that? I wanted to slap Paul Dini. <laughs> I, I, I love Paul Dini. I I, yeah. I love him to death. I wanted. I, I did. I stopped it, and I was like, I paused it on Netflix, and I was like, if I could, if I can see you right now, I would scold you. 
I, was, I, I, was, I would push your, your nose in this like a dog who piddled on the carpet. Yeah. Say, Paul Dini, what did you just do? Bad Dini, bad Dini. Bad Dini, bad, bad Dini. <laughs> of course not. We're going to get called haters, and they'll be saying, oh, you guys are inciting violence against Paul Dini. I love Paul Dini. I take a bullet for Paul Dini. This was not Paul Dini's best work. Okay. So, um, anyway, uh, you, get, you get a little bit of uh, the backstory between him and Mary Jane. Uh, they've apparently known each other since they were five. Yeah. So then they they cut to a little tiny Mary Jane. Yeah, a little Mary Jane and Peter, and and yeah. uh, they tried kissing at age twelve. babies. Oh, I know. It's, it's so annoying. And then it's like, and then we we tried to kiss when we were twelve, but we hated it. It was horrible. And I'm like, yeah, because girls are bad. Ew, cooties. And I'm like, who the fuck is this aimed at? <laughs> God Almighty. You know, uh, that, yeah. that that was insulting. I'm like, dude, stop. Don't, don't fall into this trope. Why can't they just be pals who are, like, awkward around each other because, oh, they Past happen friends. to like each other. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, it's So that part's goofy. Her wanting to work for the for the Bugle is goofy. Her, him knowing her in high school is goofy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I you know, I can get past that part. But uh, it just it, it's, doesn't work. And, and, and you never – between the two episodes I got, you – or saw she's really more of an afterthought. What Mary Jane? Yeah, she's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. And and later on, I know that we have White Tiger get involved. Um, in the Hulk episode, she's more involved. Um, what? There, there's an epi- there's a uh, uh, episode you're going to see in season one or two where Mary Jane. I actually don't mind the episode because the Spider Friends aren't in it that much, but Mary Jane. The the episode is seen through the eyes of Mary Jane's camera, which is kind of interesting. It's probably my favorite. Why is she the photographer and not him? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't think if Peter takes any pictures in this show. I no, I haven't seen him take one. Yeah, okay. And really, the only reason Jonah's there is just to, oh, America hates Spider-Man. And just to remind you of that by beating you down into your head every episode. And that, that just, that's one of the biggest disappointments because J.K. Simmons is so fantastic as Jonah yeah. that they're, just, they're missing so much rich story content with him. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and more should be done with him. I hope he's in the next Spider-Man movies, kind of like M is in James Bond. I don't, Brad, I don't even think they're bringing Jonah back. I hope they do. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, I think they, in the back of, my, of their minds, they may be thinking, well, it's already been done, and really, who are we going to get that's better? And really, who are they going to get that's better? I agree. Um, so, I mean, that was one of the biggest surprises, runaway surprises from the first movie, was just how awesome and over-the-top he was. Mm-hmm. So, um, he was perfectly cast. Yeah. So... The uh, at this point, you know, him taking down the trapster, it it puts him on the radar of Norman Osborn, who doesn't want him to go to work for Shield. He's like, well, this this kid's better as a loose cannon that maybe we can you know exploit someday, and he's got Doctor Octopus watching him from the shadows. You you don't really see Doctor Octopus, right? Um, later on, when you do, because I've seen pictures. Later on, when you do see Doctor Octopus, it he looks like some overweight. Emo goth teen, you know, at like yeah, a, it's an it's an odd looking design. For, it is, uh, it, is it is not a good design. It really is not. It's not a good look. Anyway, um, so but you know he's talking to Norman and he's like you know hey let's find out more about this kid. So he hires the frightful four. Well, the frightful three really because Spider Man just put one of them in jail. Uh, right. Claw, Wizard, and Thundra. Thundra, of course, 
a Fantastic Four and Avengers villain turned hero, uh, wife of um, oh god, what's that name? What's that guy's name? Archon. Uh, I'm not up on my Tundra history, with the exception of she knocked boots with the Hulk, and they had a kid. Yeah, I think I think Archon. <laughs> was that. Oh, excuse me, was that guy's name? So they um, Acon. <laughs> that's a rapper. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's not not Acon, Brad. It's Archon. Um, there you go. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm digressing. Um, so you have Claw, Wizard, and, and Thundra, who originally in the, in the Frightful Four was actually Medusa. The Frightful Four, refresh me who the original lineup is. Sandman was one. Uh, well, yeah, Sandman, you had... Claw? You, Claw? You had no, no, Claw was not original member of the Frightful oh, Four. You, okay. The original Frightful Four and the Fantastic Four, you had Sandman, Wizard, uh, Trapster, and uh, Medusa. Oh, Medusa from the Inhumans. Okay. Got it. Yeah, and so here you don't have Medusa, you have Thundra, uh, which if you're an Inhumans fan, this works out because – well, I'll get to that in a second. So they figure for for whatever reason, they show up there, and they're like, okay, well, Spider-Man is here in this school somewhere because Trapster knew that Spider-Man was here, and he was coming here when Spider-Man caught him, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, we're going we're gonna to tear this school down and unless uh, Spider-Man comes out. So uh, – Immediately, Peter stands up and yells, food fight. <laughs> and the entire thing turns into like a, like a, you know, like a Three Stooges bit. Yeah. Um, at one point, uh, Claw, like, does a pret fall into like a, like one of the standing columns inside the cafeteria and knocks himself out. Yeah. Uh, Mary Jane uh, trips um, Thundra with Jello. <laughs> You know, and, and real real quick digression. Yeah, have you ever been in a, ever been in a food fight? No, no, because I, I I've been in a school cafeteria food fight once in my life. At fourth grade, this is this is I think this is funny. The listeners might too. Fourth grade, the uh, the fruit that they gave us on our lunch trays were figs. You know, the little round looking things that they munch up to put in fig newtons. Yeah, I know what a, I know what a fig is, Brett. <laughs> I didn't. They should break it down. You ever heard of a strawberry, George? <laughs> well, yeah. How do we go through all the fruits? What's a mango? <laughs> anyway, I've never seen a fig that was not inside of a Newton. So I was just, well, this is amazing. This is amazing. These are figs. Okay, these are cool. They have a very, so, have a very strong taste. <laughs> yeah, they do. And they're so we're, we're, imagine a lunchroom of about 300 kids. I'm, I'm a fourth grader at this point. And all of a sudden, one of the figs flies. And then another fig, another fig flies, and then I say, "What the hell?" I let my figs fly, and the whole lunchroom breaks out in a fig fight. I better watch it. I'm going to slip and drop an f bomb. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyway, imagine about three, four hundred kids throwing figs back and forth, and the teacher is trying to calm this food fight down. And uh, they eventually do. And out of the four hundred kids, guess which one t- gets the blame? Of course. Me. Yes. So I'm blamed for inciting a fig riot in the fourth grade. You know, today uh, today you'd be arrested for terrorism for that. <laughs> I guess I would. Yeah. So my punishment for my fourth grade terrorism, I have to sit at the teacher's table for a week. Dude, now and, wait a minute. And, now fourth grade, that's some big shit. I, I know. In front of all my all my friends, I'm sitting up there eating my lunch in silence yeah. with the teacher. Yeah. And they all like, yeah, that's the fig thrower. That's and, the fig fighter right there, yeah. In elementary school, I mean, just just <laughs> being put out, being put to the side for five minutes at recess is like 35 years. Oh, 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's always a big deal. Yeah. But, no, we, that, we never did that. That was my digression of, of the lunch cafeteria. I've never had a chance to tell that story. But No, we, we never had a food fight at my school because we knew that they would turn the hoses and dogs on us. <laughs> and then they would call my folks, um, and, uh, and my mother would have beaten me to death. Yeah. And then my father would have come home and resurrected me and, and then beaten me to death again. <laughs> and then they would have just started over the, with a new kid. Oh man, yeah. So, but you know, thankfully you don't have that here, and so the students of Midtown High take on the frightful four mm-hmm. with food. Exactly. Yeah, you see where this is going. <laughs> um, so you have whoa, those kind of kooky hijinks. Yeah. Um, until you know shit gets real, and Wizard's like, "I'll kill every kid in here," and I was like, "Finally, finally, the adult in the group. Thank you, thank you for putting a stop to this." <laughs> You know, kill every you bastards. Right. If cheering for you right now means I'm the man, then so be it. I'm I'm part of the establishment. Yes. I want to kill all these characters just by watching this show. Yeah. Start with that freckled, you know, tubby kid with the red hair. Get him first. <laughs> I don't like his look. He's a little too intimate. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so so yeah, that's that's the episode you have. And um, is there any pros? What did you like besides the trapster one to kill every bastard there? <laughs> I mean, what's what's the biggest well, pro? With- ev- ev- oh. Eventually, you know, you have Spider-Man going to Nick Fury, and you know, there is a good moment. Um, I don't like the dialogue, but there's a good moment when he comes. He comes home, and and Aunt May's there, you know, I, and she's like, she's fixing dinner. She's like, oh, I saw all the trouble going on at high school, but I, you know, and then I, I'm thinking in my head, but I immediately came home to work and didn't check on you at all, <laughs> and was just doing dinner, hoping you were okay. I'm glad to see that everything came out of that. All right, by the way. All right. And, um, you know, so that I just do that sometimes. I just I remember I told you I saw Amazing Spider-Man finally, and I'm like, you know, right. you had a phone, you know, that whole time. I'm like, you had a cell, you had a cell phone. You're yelling out, somebody called 911. We just established for two scenes that you have a cell phone. Right. Anyway, that's just how I'm about <laughs> So, um, you know, you had that nice moment where he goes upstairs and he's like, man, I, you know, I, I should be better. I, I need to learn how to do this better. And he's, you know, he's, and then he looks in the mirror and in the mirror is Spider-Man. And it's not one of these fat little chunky Spider-Man, you know, characters showing up on his shoulder or doing a little cutscene with a sombrero or some shit. It's actually <laughs> him in the mirror saying, you know, do right. you want to be amazing or do you want to be ultimate? And I like the moment. I like, you know, that his, his spider persona saying, hey, yes. You know, let's let's get to that next level. I don't like that it was like, do you want to be just amazing or do you want to be ultimate? And I'm like, yeah, let's this the the continuity that's worked for you know damn near you know sixty years now, and, yeah. and and say, do you want to be part of you know do you want to be ultimate and refer to that continuity that for all we know Galactus is about to eat. <laughs> you know, so that wrinkled me a little bit, but I like the moment. I like that beat. I like that kind of internal thing where he wasn't a jackass. I was like, thank you for this moment. Well, and that's what we like about Spider-Man, that internal struggle, the everyman, the problems that he has. That so is, that's, that, that's probably ranked true to you. That is the crux of Spider-Man. Yeah. And it took this episode 20 minutes to get to that 30-second scene. What's your biggest offense from the episode? What's the biggest comment? Other than you know everything being ultimatized? Um, I don't. I don't like Drake Bell. I'm sorry. I don't. Um, I of the episodes I did see with Josh Keaton from the old cartoon, um, yeah. he was much better. Uh, I, I, and I don't want to diss J- Drake Bell. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's fine. You know, I haven't really seen anything else with him. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't like his Spidey at all. I just don't. His Spidey mm-hmm. to me comes across as like every annoying teenager I've ever known. And I imagine if he had uh, better material to read and it was a little bit more. Uh, uh, serious or adultish, I think 
and you it, might have a different opinion. If the pacing wasn't, you know, geared like a horny jackrabbit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, now I will say this though. Um, yeah. The animation is good. Yeah. The animation is good. I, I don't like it as much as I like the spectacular Spider-Man animation. I remember I didn't like that cartoon because I, I couldn't get on board with the, with a lot of the character changes. But I remember watching that Sinister Six episode. Yeah, and I was th- and, and and just the way that they had Spider-Man fighting them, and I was like, finally, this for the first time ever in a cartoon, we're seeing how Spider-Man would actually fight somebody. Yeah, and he's using he's using smarts, he's using his skills, he's using just raw, you know, um, intuition all together to be the ult, you know just the badass that he is. Yeah, and and I loved I loved that fight. I I didn't like the cartoon again because of the changes. It, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. an aesthetic thing, and I'm a stickler for that. But the animation was superb. Yeah, the animation was just flawless. Um, well, except for you know, like Electro looking like a jackass, and you know, <laughs> the Vulture looking like <clears throat> stepped off the Venture Brothers set. But anyway, um, <laughs> so the animation here, I, I don't, I don't like it as much as I liked um, uh, Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah. And I don't like it as much as I like the DC, you know, um, animated universe stuff. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hate it. I, I thought they did a good job with the animation, except when you know they're throwing fat little spider cherubs all over the place. <laughs> so, what's your grade on episode one? Um, this is this is where I get into trouble because I'm torn. Okay. Because on on the one hand, I straight up hate everything Ultimate. <laughs> but that's not really fair, you know. I'm, be, I'm being asked to step in and and grade, you know, the content of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the episode, you know, if if you're a, a parent and you've got a kid and you're watching it together, you're going to have a blast because your kid's going to be going, you know, crazy. Right. But it's Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man, right? Uh, and there will be some nice beats in there for you too. Not a lot. There's going to be some things that make you facepalm. I'm not going to lie, um, <laughs> but overall, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give this one a B. Wow, wow, that's higher than I thought. Well, I I have to divorce my <clears throat> I have to divorce myself from my overriding hatred of the of the Ultimate Universe. Right. And even you know even going to this when I was writing my notes down, one thing I, I used know. to do when when I used to be at Hero Realm. And Jr. knows he can remember this. Anytime I talked about the Ultimate Universe, I threw Ultimate in front of whoever it was. Like mm-hmm. even it didn't matter if I was writing a big old two-page text thing about the Ultimate Universe. Everybody had that Ultimate Peter, and and it didn't matter if I referred to Peter several times. He was always going to be Ultimate Peter. I was doing that, and it was I was doing that in my <laughs> notes. And I, well, here's the thing: I did it back then because I hated it, and it was like it was a way to marginalize it. Yeah, by pointing out how stupid you know I thought it was at the time, and you know it, now sometimes you know the ultimate stuff it parodies itself, like ultimate, ultimate, ultimates versus ultimate comics Avengers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ultimate comics, ultimates presents ultimate comics, ultimate new ultimates or whatever that was. That, that was, was so funny. That was whoever whoever the editor was that came up with that should be slapped. <laughs> so um, you know, where am I wrong on that? No, you're 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 right. That's a really dumb title. But, Ultimate Comics, Ultimates, New Ultimates. But but here's the thing: people have been asking us to review this. Yeah, there's interest. Guarantee you, there's interest in yeah, this. People have been asking us to review this, and I can't yeah. just come out all the time and say, "Well, this is Ultimate," yeah. so I hate it. It's not it's not fair to the people who legitimately want to know what it's about. 
Um, you know, again, like my like I pointed out today with my friend and his kid. You know, his his kid loves it. Mm-hmm. I'm, uncle, I'm Uncle Trey to this kid, by the way. He he loves it. That's cool. You know, and if he came to me and said, Uncle Trey, let's watch Spider Man, I, I wouldn't have a choice. I'd have to sit down with him and say, I'd, I'd just have to just get through it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that they were watching it. But the friend who remember I told you I don't have Disney XD. The friend whose house I watched this at, right? Um, the guy who lives out in Keller. He doesn't have any kids. You're gonna he, the new episodes you're gonna watch on uh, at his place, and you've got Netflix at your house, so that's how you're gonna right. Catch right, up. I'm catching the new episodes out at his place, which gives me another excuse. It's the same guy I used to get the uh, comics, the from. amazing reviews, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then I'll watch the others here on Netflix. But yeah, overall, I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this one a, a B. Okay, cool. Now we've got uh, an episode from season two that just recently aired. We've got uh, the Hulk's in it, so I ought to like this one. The Incredible Spider. You would actually like this one, I do think. Well, good, because uh, I haven't seen this one. This is the uh, the. Make sure you watch it with Ava because you'll you'll enjoy okay. it more, I think, if you're watching it with a small child. Which, um, by the way, is the one thing I like about this show. The White Tiger's name is Ava. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that's kind of cool. So I, I, every now and then, if I'm really a glutton for a punishment, I'll go, Ava, do you want to watch the Spider-Man and Ava show? And she'll go, okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll put this on Netflix and watch it. So yeah, um, the gal that got doing her voice, I think, is actually uh, like a country singer or something like that. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, no, not not a country singer, but I think she's some kind of singer. I think she's, you know. Uh, what's her name? Caitlin Taylor Love. That's her name. Caitlin Taylor Love. Let me. I've, I've got it in front of me. She is a American actress and singer from Corpus Christi, Texas. Yeah, yeah. She's a Texan. That's why. That's another. She reason began I'm... pursuing an interest in entertainment by age ten by competing in the Miss Texas Pageant Talent Division, and she went wound up uh, winning that in two thousand four. And she moved to Los Angeles, and she was briefly cast as a member of MTV's Punked. Where she was involved in a prank on Rihanna, and she would receive more notability by competing on NBC's America's Got Talent, <laughs> appearing as a cinema finalist in the season's first show. And in 2009, she became a cast member on the Disney XD show I'm in the Band. And I think that, and now she's White Tiger. White Tiger a- a- Ava Alaya is her the character's name. Yeah, Alaya. Uh, uh, Alaya. Ayala. Ayala. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. That's, yeah, that's yeah, 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 that's yeah. Pronounced. <laughs> yep. Cool. And you remember the name of the first White Tiger? Oh no, I do not. Hector, I, I, it was it was in uh, Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man, though, wasn't it? Was um, that where he died? I think that's where he died. Uh, I think his first appearance may have been in, in Spidey. In Spidey? What do you mean? Remember that kid oh. title that they had, Spidey? Spidey they, Superstore? Yeah, that was the that was from the Electric Company. Grief. Grief. I think his first appearance may have been in one of those. Here, let's look it up. Hector Ayala. Ayala. First appearance. Ayala. Ayala. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Wonder Woman from? You say me. Let's say it together. Where's Wonder Woman from, Brad? Uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> actually, I have it in, on Wikipedia. The first appearance of the White Tiger was in the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, number 19, wow. December 1975, created by Bill Matlow and George Perez. That was a old Curtis magazine. The what? That was, a, it was one of those black and white Curtis magazines. No, I'm thinking it's, it's uh, Shang-Chi. And that no, Shang-Chi was master of Kung Fu. Deadly Hands of Kung Fu was a magazine. Oh, it was. Okay. Very good. Very good. It was. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hector was that guy's name. Right. 
Um, oh, and by the way, speaking of Kung Fu, uh, I wanted to mention this before uh, I forgot it. Because, you know, you're always doing those um, Brad's Beats mm-hmm. uh, that you do for your actual, you know. For my day job, for, yes. For your actual <laughs> career. Um, yeah. And I, I think you need to change it to where you and the camera crew just ride around in the van, and then you just target somebody randomly, and you just jump out and beat the hell out of them. <laughs> and then, That'd go over great for a week. And then just call it Brad's Beatdowns. <laughs> no. Coming to your city to kick your ass. Just keep coverage. <laughs> just keep an open mind. All right. Just keep an open mind is all I'm saying. All Very right. Very nice. So, uh, Incredible Spider Hulk. Uh, this is the uh, June 23rd episode. Um, the the most recent one I've seen. They've had another one since then, but I haven't been able to watch that one yet. Yep. Um. You have Mesmero. Mesmero is the main bad guy here, played by Dwight Schultz. Oh, from Star Trek and A-Team. Yes. Yes, very yeah, good. Yeah. I know him. He's a Lieutenant Barkley from Next Gen. And the same guy that you have uh, that did the Hulk and Hulk versus and Earth's Mightiest Heroes and in the Marvel game they have right now, who's done him, I guess that's all that he's like the only person they Ever. I think he's going to be the voice of this new show, Hulk and the Agents of Smash, but that's a whole it different company. Yeah, that's a whole different... Somebody else can do that one for you, Brad. <laughs> what I do, the Hulk Smash Space yeah, website. <laughs> exactly. Agents, I, forget all the Spider-Man jazz. We're going Agents of Smash. Good God, that sounds like a horrible show. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it does. Um, oh, but no, Fred uh, Tadashore, Tata Tadashori, I don't know how you say his name. They ain't giving me problems. Tadaschiori. Well, this I don't know, Brad. I don't. I, I think this is Italian. I don't. I don't speak Italian. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce this, and I've never heard this guy's name said in an interview. So I, I don't want to massacre it. He's, he does a very. His name's uh, Fred. Fred plays the Hulk. Fred. Yes, he's a very good Hulk. He really is. Yeah, yeah I agree. And um, and then you have one member of the Ultimate Spider Team Force in here. You have uh, White Tiger, um, who is appearing as. Ava, I, in fact, she didn't. I don't think she white tigers out, from what I can remember. Okay. She doesn't white tiger out. She just she. You see her after school. Um, she's in the same uh, math class as Peter and Mary Jane. Okay. So Luke Cage and Nova and, and Iron Fist nowhere to be seen, evidently. Right. And, and what's cool about this one is um, this episode starts off like every episode I've seen so far with Jonah's face in Times Square. You know, just doing the same shtick he does, at, you know, oh, um, every episode. Uh, this episode, by the way, is written by Bendis. Okay. Um, and he's fighting Batrock the Leaper. <laughs> you know who Batrock is? Oh, yeah, his his power is he leaps. He's a Captain America villain. Yeah, mainly. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, he's, uh, that's not, I mean, he's, yes, he leaps, but, I mean, he also knows several forms of martial arts and is actually fairly deadly. But, yeah, he, if we want to. Isn't he a French villain, too? Yes, so you, you hate yeah. him all the more. <laughs> wait, wait, I leap. Ha-ha. Spider-Man. Ha-ha. Spider-Man, you ultimate now. Les <laughs> poissons, Remember that from uh, Little Mermaid? Oh, man. That's funny. Anyway, so, um, yeah, he's fighting Batrock. Uh, and at one point, the crowd turns on him, and Batrock's like, dude, I'm the bad guy, and, they're, and they hate you. You know, what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, Spider-Man uh, thrashes Batrock, uh, gets back the loot. Uh, Nick Fury contacts him. Spider-Man's got like Nick Fury gave Spider-Man a special web shooter, right? That lets him shoot webs farther and pops up a holographic Nick Fury face whenever Nick Fury wants to call him. Uh, 
Um, so Nick Fury says, hey, we need to come wrap. It's about the Hulk. And Spider-Man's like, dude, I <laughs> wow, look at the time. Um, <laughs> no, I, I can't help you, dog. Now, this is not the first time I found out that Hulk has appeared in this cartoon. Oh, Hulk's been in there a lot. So Boy, that, I, Mary Jane, that Mary Jane episode I was telling you about, he was in there I, with fighting Zazax, I think. Oh, the big like fire energy thing? Yeah, the elect. Yeah, he was also where he got sick and he like puked in the toilet or something in season one or something. I forget. Wow. Yeah, Hulk's been around a lot in the now, show. Now, as a Hulk fan, Brad, yeah, I, I, and people, a lot of people don't know this about you that you love the Hulk almost as much as you love Spidey. Oh well, he's my second favorite hero. Um, I love the Hulk. So, as a Hulk fan, mm-hmm. um, how? I mean, just how happy are you that the character's gotten all this new attention after the Avengers movie? Oh my gosh! I mean that I, I'm ecstatic. I mean I, I I want Ruffalo to have his own movie now. I mean our, and I he's yeah. Hulk is everywhere now. Hulk Hulk was the star of the Avengers. It I is 1978 all over again. I know. <laughs> I mean, are are you just not thrilled? Well, I'm. I think it's a very good time to be a Hulk fan because I've I've said this for a long time. With the brief in. Uh, time Mr. Uh, Jenkins was writing the Hulk, from Peter David's, the end of his run, until Mark Wade's run, I think has been a very, very rough time, and that's going on, what, almost almost 20, well, you know, the, the Bruce, 15 years. The Bruce Jones stuff was interesting, but it went on way too long. I think it was mainly saved by Romita Jr. art on that, too, yeah. because I agree, that, that stuff, it started... It, with a mystery, and it just it, it petered off towards the end. It petered off. Remind, it off. <laughs> remind me to tell you, because uh, you, you brought it up for me, remind me before this is over to tell the, the Spider Cup story, and because I talk a lot about the Ramitas. The, yes. Okay. All right. But, but you're right. Very, yes. very, good, very good time to be a Hulk fan. I think the, the comic series is very strong. He had a hell of an appearance in the Avengers. Uh, let's not talk about Hulk and the Agents of Smash. I think that's... <laughs> Sounds horrible, but yeah, I think it's a good time to be a Hulk fan. Yeah, it's a great time to be a Hulk fan. Yeah. Um, all right, so the gist of this is, you know, Spider-Man gets to the uh, Shield helicarrier. Uh, Coulson's there, um, and you know, he's like, "What do you need me to help you with the Hulk for?" And then it turns out what they want to do is Mesmero wants to go into Hulk's mind uh, and help him. You know, and make him less savage somehow. And Spider Man, of course, the alarm bells are going off. Spider Man's like, and this is a good idea to who? <laughs> Let the villain we have imprisoned up here go into the, the mind of the strongest being on Earth? You know, who who who, who, who greenlit this? What Where are we coming from? The 15 year old Spider Man sees a problem. Yes. Right, yeah. Uh, which I was actually happy about. I was like, hey, look, he's not a complete doofus. He's like, whoa, whoa, yeah. have we all lost our effing minds here? Yeah, <laughs> when the fifteen-year-old has to has to raise his hand and say, "Is this the right way to go?" <laughs> but then you have a really, a really nice Hulk moment where Hulk appears behind Spider-Man and he's like, and and the Hulk is sorrowful. He's tired of being hated, you know. And he's like, mm-hmm. and he tells Spider-Man, he's like, "Spider-Man, I want this because I just I want to be able to help, and I can't because I'm always losing control, and then everyone hates me for it, and I want this. Please help me." Right. And I was like, I know, and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> I was like, the, it was like the, that been like that was like the deepest moment I'd seen. Cue, cue the lonely man theme song. Do 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 do. I know, right? <laughs> I know. I, I was. I was like, holy shit! You know? Yeah, that's awesome. And 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 he said it like in his in his you know that broken Hulk kind of thing. You know? 
Mm-hmm. And then you get the feeling. Carol Polk, yeah. And, I, and it made me want to see the other episodes of, of Hulk appearing in it. But it, you know, it, you could tell that, like, he's he trusts Spider-Man and for whatever reason. And I guess I'll find out why later on. But, like, he's like, he looks at Spider-Man like a friend. And he's like, I need, please help me through this, you know? Cool. So they're like, oh, you know, all right, uh, let's do this. So they bring in Mesmero. Um, sure enough, everything starts going completely out, you know, ape shit. And, uh, and Spider-Man's like, oh, God, you know, turn it off, turn off the experiment. He jumps on top of Hulk's head. There's a really cool character moment when they're strapping Hulk in, and all the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents are just terrified of Hulk. And right. they're putting him into this, like, harness um, to stand in while Mesmero does his thing on Hulk's mind. And uh, they're going to put something on his head, and then he's like, let Spider-Man do it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're buddies. You know, yeah. that's nice. It's a Marvel team up. I if know you will. it was good. <laughs> so Spider Man puts it on his head, and then of course later, you know, seven, you know, several seconds later, Spider Man, you know, their their systems are going crazy, and Spider Man's like, "Oh God, shut it off, shut it off!" And he leaps on top of Hulk's harness to try to yank this thing off his head, and and then that's when Mesmero like kind of whammies them both, mm-hmm. and switches their bodies. Oh, okay. So he puts Peter in Hulk's body, and <laughs> then he puts um, you know the Hulk in Peter's body, and and you know in the Spider-Man costume. That's the last you really see of Peter because then it goes to you know well it goes to Peter being inside the Hulk, and he's trying to talk That's to funny. these people you know and he's like dude calm down I told you this was a bad idea and the Shield agents won't listen to him and they're all freaking out oh god the Hulk's loose, everyone's shooting at him. You know, and and he's like, dude, I am not your enemy. Would you just, would you please stop? I'm trying to tell you something bad has gone wrong. <laughs> you know, and they keep shooting at him. They keep shooting at him. He's finally, finally, he gets blown out the side of the shield helicarrier. And uh, and I I forgot where he lands, but the next scene you see after that is you see uh, Hulk and Peter's body waking up in Aunt May's house, and I'm like, how how did this happen? How did he get? How did how did Hulk and Peter's body? And Spider-Man's body get back to Aunt May's house. How, how did he know to go to Aunt May's house? <laughs> of course, you know that's me. That's in my mind. I'm always noticing like little, little tiny things like that, which yeah. I'm sure everybody else, you know, all the other cross-space admins get on to me for. <laughs> but um, anyway, so this is there are some very funny character moments here between Hulk. How should I? How should I call him? Peter Hulk? You know the Hulk and Peter's butt, right? <laughs> call him Pul- Polk. Polk. <laughs> right. Polk. And, and there's some really nice moments between Polk and Aunt May, where she comes in. And- what, what, wasn't that an Elvis song, Polk Salad, Annie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was uh, Polk, not Polk. I know. Uh, I'm a big Elvis fan, so. I know. That's why I referenced it. <laughs> Somebody sent me a picture the other day of like Elvis's as Batman. As like, a, as like a 60s Batman, I just about you know messed myself. I was like, oh, my God, that would be awesome. <laughs> All right, so um, there's some really good character moments between them. Um, of course, he's got the Hulk's rage, and he's freaking out because he doesn't know what the hell's happening to him. Um, but he's in Peter's body. So he doesn't – he's not the strongest one there is, you know, but he still has – you know, but he still has his ragey moments. And Aunt May comes in to check on him, see if he's ready to go to school, and he's like, I'm hungry. He just yells it at the top of his lungs, and she's like, "All right." And then she makes you know, you know, oh, crazy teenagers or whatever. 
Hulk smash. Exactly. And uh, so the next thing you see, you see him pulling up to school, and she's dropping him off, and he's got like a stack of pancakes, like, you know, in between his hands like a freaking accordion. Not wheat cakes? Wheat, yeah, wheat cakes, right? And right. um, and then, you know, he puts those down because they get to the school, and then he can't get out because he's trapped by the seatbelt, and then he starts raging on the seatbelt, like, and he's pulling on it and stuff, and then she's like, okay, let me, let me get that for you. So... So there's, you know, it's like a Freaky Friday kind of, you know, kind of thing. There's a lot of that kind of humor going on, which which does work here. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, you know, in the meantime, you've got Spider-Man and Hulk's body. Um, he winds up downtown. I think he must have landed there. Excuse me? <laughs> he went what? <laughs> he went downtown. He winds what are you up downtown. Not he went. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I he figured, hey, I'm in Hulk's body. I'm going to find some hookers. Um, <laughs> I'm going downtown. Yeah, I'm going downtown. Well, this is because uh, I I have not like I said I have not seen this episode. You'll see this next episode, which was also written by Mister Bendis, episode ten of season one, called Freaky, where he he mind swipes with Wolverine. So this is sounding like, and it's also written by Mister. I Bendis. figured Luke Cage is going to hook up with uh, Jessica Jones, but uh, <laughs> it, it's kind of sad that it sounds like it's the same plot as the season one episode. I know you haven't. They seen They switched it, minds in season one. Yeah, with Spider-Man and Wolverine switched minds. Well, that makes this kind of less special. Yeah, I know. Written by Bendis. It's season two, and you're already running out of ideas. Well, <laughs> this thing just got greenlit for season three, by the way. It did. Yeah, which again shows the demand of interest in this show. Hence, why we're doing this show. Well, this and you know what? You can kind of. It's it's kind of a give up. This show takes way less effort from a writing standpoint. Than the mm-hmm. DC animated universe did, right? You know what I mean? There's not as much that they have to get right because they can just be goofy with it. Like, oh, who the hell cares? You know, definitely has a goofy factor. I'll give you that. So, I, I guess that's why they're doing it. You know, I guess it's a little easier from the writing thing. It's it's not as bad. Um, I don't know. Anyway, so you have the thing show up. Thing shows up downtown, you know, when Hulk's down there, and he doesn't realize they switch bodies, and he's like, oh, it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> right? Nice. It's clobbering time. Because, you know, the thing is just prone to just punching people at the drop of a dime. Well, if he sees the Hulk, it's on. Right. And, and so the Hulk is yeah. like, dude, stop. Uh, a long-standing tradition. I see you. You see me. It's on. The thing here <laughs> is played by uh, Dave Boat. Dave Boat. Don't know that. Dave, yeah, neither do I. Um, mm-hmm. But he does a good job. You know who still, though, is my favorite thing voice? Um, no. Chuck McCann. Chuck McCann. What did he? He did. He did the. Remember the Fantastic Four cartoon in the nineties? Oh yeah, he did. I I did like that voice. That show was god awful, but yes. yeah. Yeah, that show was horrible, but he was good as the thing's voice. I agree. I agree. Um, I, that may be because I was a fan of the uh, or a fan of the Space Nuts. Remember the Sid and Marty Croft Space Nuts? No. No. You, wow. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so they wind up punching on one another, and it's a pretty good fight. I mean, you know, there's there's some carnage going. Well, not a lot of carnage, but they're fighting. How about that? Um, no, no, no symbiotes. No. And um, those are, you know, you, you've got some good moments there. The fight winds up spilling onto a bridge, um, you know, like in the middle of traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, Mesmero, you know, finally takes over the thing's mind and is... Using him to pound the Hulk and and Spider Man, remember who are still switched out of their bodies. Um, oh, back in school, I'm, I need to I need to talk about this. Uh, in school, 
Spider-Man's supposed to be taking a test for Peter Parker. Or not Spider-Man. Um, Hulk is taking a test in Peter's body, a math test, and he's like just scribbling on the page, like, Urgh! like Frankenstein trying to you know, draw a map. And um, it's that's when uh, um, White Tiger realizes, you know, something bad's happened, and mm-hmm. then she takes him to the locker, and then she starts calling him Hulk, and he's like, "Wait a minute, how you know, you know that I'm Hulk?" and and then she's like, it's okay, you know, you can trust me, I'm a friend. And then, and then he starts like, hey, you're a friend. And he, he gets this look on his face like, hey, you're kind of foxy. <laughs> you know, like, and I'm like, oh, my Lord, you know. But uh, she, she takes him back to Aunt May's house and um, tries, to, you know, tries to get him to wear the costume. And then he's like, no, I, I only wear purple. And um, <laughs> she's like, here, put this on, jackass, I'm going to beat you. And, um, yeah. <laughs> So uh, they they make it to the bridge. Um, the big fight goes down. She does not really appear as 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 um, white tiger. White tiger. White tiger. Thank yeah. you. And um, they manage to save a school bus of kids. Uh, Hulk does. Um, but it helps. It helps at one point, you know, because after the fighting's over, you have Shield come. Mesmero's already switched their minds. Um, Back after after Spider Man and Hulk's body held him over a bridge and was like, "Dude, switch us back now." <laughs> um, and then Mesmero passes out from I guess fear. Uh, but then the shield shield comes and all the shield you know shock troopers drop down and surround the Hulk and the Hulk and Peter's in Hulk's body and then Peter realizes what it's like to be the Hulk. And right. I think you have a moment there where he's like, "Dude, this guy has it worse than I do." You know, I have a guy talking bad about me in Times Square. This guy has. You know, a government agency trying to kill him. Right. At one point, I think Colson even yells out something like, all Hulkbusters to level seven or something like that. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, this guy's on your team. You know, <laughs> these are your buddies, you know. Yeah. So, uh, um, you have, you know, the Hulk, since they've switched bodies now, the, the Hulk jumps away and, um, yeah, he he gives this this nice little speech before he leaves, and he's like, "I just want to help people." He even says that he goes, "All I want to do is be able to help people." Oh, you know? but he but this time he's like talking in sentences, not yeah. like, not like Hulk Smash. And this is after the trans after they switched the bodies back. Mm-hmm. And so Nick Fury, as as he jumps away, Nick Fury's like, "All right, you know, Hulk is Hulk's gone rogue or whatever. It's time to go get him." And then Spider Man's like, "Dude, stop. Think about what just happened." Mm-hmm. Remember the way he was talking to us. Let's let him. Let's let him be for now. Not not poke him. Not not you know not poke the tiger to the cage, and then and then maybe something good's going to come from this. And Nick Fury, it's, it's a learning moment for Fury, who's probably conditioned to hold shit. The Hulk, you know. <laughs> so he's like, okay, yeah, stand down. Everybody will just let the Hulk, you know, the Hulk be the Hulk. But right. there's some, so there's some really nice moments. There's some flat out funny moments. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, like between Hulk and or or, or uh, Polk and Aunt May, um, yeah. there's a there's a fantastic moment where where Hulk is in Spider Man's body with his costume on, and he's about he's I think somebody tells him something like Hey, they're out on the bridge or something like that, and he's like Thanks, and then he tries to he tries to super jump, and he makes it <laughs> yeah. like he makes it like ten feet and falls down on the street. <laughs> because he's not, you know, used to like jumping like the way the Hulk jumps, and that actually right. made me laugh out loud. I was like, okay, that's funny. Well, that's good. That's just funny. Um, 
So I did, sounds like you li- you liked this episode better than the other one. Sounds I like. did like it because there's a lot more emotional stuff with the Hulk that actually clicked with me that actually worked. Yeah, and, and my friend, you know, the the one that's recorded these and is letting me watch them, um, he told me that it gets better in season two than it was in season one. Well, that's encouraging because I I don't think I've seen any season two yet. Because now, I mean, there's still some annoying moments in there. There's uh, there's a moment on the Shield helicarrier when Hulk says something, and it's kind of rough. And and Spider Man says, "I think I just webbed my pants." <laughs> and then and then later on. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of funny, I think. And then later on, when he's Hulk, when he's in Hulk's body, he says, "I think I just purpled my pants." <laughs> nice. That's kind of funny. I, I guess, but I mean, again, it should be Spider Man going for the laughs. In a Spider Man yeah. cartoon, Spider Man should get the laughs. Mm-hmm. Not everybody else, except for you know, when he's in, except for Hulk and Peter's body. Yeah, you can get some laughs there, but mm-hmm. really, he needs to be like the the he needs to bring the funny in the show. Right, you know, so I, actually, those were kind of I don't know. I mean, those both came from him, but at the same time, they're just kind of I don't know. I didn't. I was like, dude, really, uh, this is potty humor. Come on, you're better than this. <laughs> so, um, so my grade for this one again, eschewing my hatred of all things Marvel. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this when we get to the ones with the, with the with the jackassy goblin. <laughs> I really don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, Brad. <laughs> it is we'll do it episode by episode, sir. It is going to stretch my integrity as yeah. far as it's been tested. But Be ultimate, George. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, this is something that if you hadn't asked me to do, I wouldn't be doing it because it doesn't hold my interest enough or make me care about it enough, even despite you know the nice moments that I liked. Overall, I don't like the direction that, you know, I, right. I'm just I, – this is not my thing. But with everything, there's some good and there's some bad. Yes, but because I would say that this, this episode was better than the first episode that I saw, which was the first episode of the series. Um, and I, uh, I'll give this one a, uh, I'll give this one an A-. minus. There you go. Now, George, B and an A- minus out mm-hmm. of two episodes. Very good. I know. I, I, and I, I, you and I, I remember, had talked earlier, and you were like, what do yeah. you think about it? And I was like, I really don't like it. Right and and overall I don't oh, because it's not the way I want to see Spidey represented it's it's absolutely not it is the polar opposite of how I want to see Spider Man represented, um, but at a time right now when we don't even have Peter Parker, yeah, you know I think a lot of fans may be able to find something in here. Not sure it's going to be a smart assy ADD Peter Parker, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it maybe somebody can take a, a little a little solace from that you know maybe a, a little bit of a refuge. Yeah, and you um, recently celebrated a birthday. Yes. So happy birthday! Thank you. Forty-one. Thank you. And you wanted you wanted to share a story about what your folks got. <laughs> okay. Spider-Man related. So, yes. Yeah. So, the day before my birthday, I had asked for two things. The first thing I asked for back, uh, I told them in March. They said, "What do you want for your birthday?" And I said, "Ah, I'd like a Remington 870 tactical shotgun." And they were like, mm-hmm. "Okay, you've got enough guns already. So how about no?" Um, <laughs> And I was like, well, damn it, because I really did. I really wanted a, a, a shotgun. And at that, that Remington 870, I could have done home defense and you know gone burn hunting with it. So I'm like, well, shit, okay. Um, then I want an iPad you because know, I don't have one, and everybody has one, and they look really cool. So, yeah, I'd like an iPad. And they're like, Jesus, wow, we should have just got the shotgun. 500, 500 bucks, yeah. <laughs> so, Jesus, don't ask for much, do you, kid? <laughs> so my mom calls the day before my birthday because I'm supposed to go over there on my birthday. They're going to take me to lunch. 
So she calls me and she's like, well, what color of iPad do you want? I'm like, holy shit, I'm getting an iPad? I was like, wow, all right. Yeah, I want the black one because I always bet on black. And which one does Brad want? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> so uh, she's like, all right, I'll get you the black one. And I'm like, nice. I'm like, yeah, give me the 32, not the 16 because, you know, I don't, I don't do anything half-assed. And she was like, yeah, I've already got you the 32. And I was like, yeah, back at you. Yeah, that's good, good mom and dad. I know, right? So, okay, so she says, now, when I give it to you tomorrow in front of your stepdad, act surprised. <laughs> and I'm like, well, shit. I mean, I just I, I just spent it all right there. I did. I freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting an iPad. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to try to. I'll try to act surprised. Cool. So I get over to their house. I've got the iPad. And then I've got like a little bag, a bag of goodies and a couple of cards. Cool. You know, I, read, I read the cards, you know, you're the best son ever, yada, yada. And I'm like, thank you for the sweet lies. And, <laughs> you know, my stepdad has gotten me some things in this bag. One of them was a shirt that says uh, bacon makes everything better. Yeah, yeah. And a, and a button that said uh, all you need is love with love crossed out, and it says bacon underneath it. <laughs> and then... They got me a one of those clear travel, a clear you know like acrylic cups, you know where it's yeah. like all hard plastic and you you know it's got the hard plastic see through top and the hard straw, you know right. through the little hole, and it's a it's an amazing Spider Man cup, nice. and it's got webs all over it you know and it's a, it's got the amazing Spider Man logo not the jackassy Ultimate Spider Man or you know that new logo nothing with the classic yeah yes. classic amazing Spider Man and it, that's how I like it and the, you know not not the new I almost bought when I was at Best Buy today because I went to go get some um, uh, accessories for my iPad I had to get a cover and everything mm-hmm. and uh, I was in line and they had a lot of Pez well shit I love Pez. Mm-hmm. I love Pez dispensers. And they had a lizard Pez dispenser, and I was like, well, shit, I bet if I dig here – it was the movie Lizard. And I was like, maybe there's a Spider-Man one. But it was Spider-Man. It was like a bust, but it had that jackassy new logo that I don't like because I hate the new Spider costume. Yeah. And so, you, huh? We haven't had you on the show since they revealed the uh, the new costume. Do you like the new Amazing Spider-Man I, 2 costume I a little do. better? I do. I think they realized that they fucked up with the first movie with the costume. <laughs> and I, I think finally somebody said, hey, why did we try to reinvent the wheel? Yeah. You know, uh, too bad you can never have those people at the front of a project. <laughs> you gotta get them in the sequel. They always come afterwards. You know, <laughs> um, I think you had a little bit of that with the Fantastic Four movies too. Um, so anyway, um, so I, I, that's cool. you know, it was like, and it had the classic Romita Spidey on the back, like crawling down the web. Yeah, and and I lost my shit. <laughs> I was like, oh you got a bigger reaction out of this. I was like, than the holy iPad. crap. Nice. You know, I was like, it's a Spider-Man cup, you know, and I was like, it's got the classic logo, it's got the classic Romita Spidey, and they're like, we don't know what that means. <laughs> but Brad does. And I had to explain that, and, and I think my explanation took way longer, and they were like, you're losing us, son, really. And I'm like, 60 Spidey, and they're like, okay, thanks. You know, 60 Spidey. Late yeah. 60 Spidey, and they're like, okay. Um, so anyway, I mean, I just flipped out over the damn cup. I was like, this is easily the best cup anyone has ever given me ever in the history of mankind. Nice. You know how sometimes people will give you something, you're like, oh, that's great. No, I mean, I was like, holy shit, this cup is awesome. This is the best cup ever. I may post a picture of it on the, on the, main, on the main page. It's very nice. Put it on the comment section of the, so, this podcast. So then they give me the iPad. And, of course, I already know I'm getting the iPad. <laughs> so I can't act surprised. I tried to, and I can't do it. And my, my stepdad's losing it. He's like, you were more excited over the damn cup. <laughs> 
You're more excited over the over the damn twelve dollar cup than you were for like the, the seven hundred dollar iPad. And I was like, Well, it's Spider Man, it's made of Spidey and he's like, I'll slap you. What is that? <laughs> and then they took me to eat my weight in catfish. So uh, <laughs> your weight in catfish. Not really, but I I had a shitload of catfish. My goodness. Yeah, so it was very nice. That's funny. That the uh, the bacon uh, stuff that you were talking about that you got for your birthday. Yeah. I've got you on the line. I, I mentioned I want to uh, get your opinion about this. This is not Spider-Man related. Yes. But it's bacon related. So you're my expert on bacon. Uh, over on Bleeding Cool today, they had a, a little uh, news article. The headline is Superman saves stores bacon. Evidently, uh, a uh, 24-year-old kid was dressed in a Superman outfit, and he was going to a charity event. How old is he again? 24-year-old kid. Okay. Going, go, going to a charity event where he was dressed as Superman for uh, some kids, etc., where he saw a suspected shoplifter run out of a store, so he felt like he was a superhero. So he ran out, and he restrained the shoplifter. And then the police arrived, and as they, as they uh, found what was inside the shoplifter, he stole bacon from the grocery store. Wow. So, uh, Superman stopped the bacon thief. What is your reaction of that? <laughs> wow. That's almost like one of those Hostess uh, fruit pie. It's so like ads. that. Remember like the full page thing with the lame villains? <laughs> Uh, if you go to your chat window, I just gave you a little uh, link. Let's, of, let's look at this here. Of Superman has the bacon thief pressed up against the wall. Does he really? <laughs> yeah, he does. It's a picture. Oh, my God. I have to see this. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Like he's, wow. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, that's the Baconator. Superman versus the Baconator. Wow. Oh, my God. That, that's crazy. I can't believe there's somebody that's just right there to take the picture. I know. It's awesome. And the guy was stealing bacon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh my lord, that's crazy. I thought you. I, when I saw that today, I was instantly thought of you. There's no stopping <laughs> this kid now. There's something bad's gonna no, happen no. to him because he's thinking like he's you know superhuman. It's good to see a heartwarming story instead of uh, Spider-Man gets his ass kicked by two caps on Hollywood Boulevard, or you know Spidey uh, stealing TVs from the damn you know yes yes from the damn high school. Yeah, people like to put on Spider-Man masks and rob things. Evidently, we have something like that every month. It I, seems. I guess they put on, you know, it, it's it's totemistic or something. They're you know they're trying to channel their their favorite pop culture icon, their their own, you know, if you will, gods to them. Yeah. But at the same time, they're doing shit that that they're <laughs> the people that they're representing would never do. Exactly. So you know, it's I don't know. So let's wrap this show up with the bow. Final thoughts on the Ultimate Spider-Man. I hate everything. I hate everything Ultimate. I'm I'm <laughs> really. If if I find out that Galactus is actually going to eat the Ultimate Universe and it's going to go away like a bad fart, <laughs> I will go out and it will be the the only Ultimate thing I have ever bought ever. Yeah, I w I wish you'd give Ultimate Spider-Man with Miles Morales a chance. It's a really really. Solid I hate book. that universe, Brad. I well, here's here, here's the here's the scuttlebutt. Here's the rumor: Galactus eats the Ultimate Universe. Miles comes over to six one six and becomes a part of it. As what? As Ultimate Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, how many Spider-Man are we going to have? Remember, well, remember when yeah. before when we did all this, you know, yeah, the Brevert Manifesto and all that jackassy crap. Mm -hmm. um, back to basics, baby. 
We got to focus it. We got to streamline it. Peter has to be the star again. Well, you know what? Peter is so jacked up now they had to kill him off to boost sales. <laughs> it really, seriously, think about it, Brad. Yeah, they, I know. They, they got an uptick in sales. It, they, they were doing so bad with the main character they had to get rid of him and bring in something else, some kind of freak show. That's the only way they can increase the sales in the book. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that's just my two cents on that. That's your two cents. But I, I hate I hate the Ultimate Universe. Um, this cartoon is misguided. It's a failed attempt. They could have done something a little more serious, but kept the humor, kept Spider-Man's part of the humor, uh, and people would care more about it. Like you know, you know what those those X-Men cartoons, for example, right? Well, of course, okay. and this may just be because it's X-Men related. Um, you know, like X-Men uh, X-Men Evolution, especially. And I I finally wound up watching Wolverine and the X-Men because it was on Netflix, and I loved it. I, I never saw it. It's show. very good. You should you should try it out. Yeah. It's actually really good. But um, like X Men uh, Evolution, I think is what it was called. Mm-hmm. You can you can try to you know like go on uh, YouTube and put in Rogue or Wolverine or whatever, just a normal search, and you're going to get seventeen thousand emo teen fan vids made of of these damn X Men cartoons, <laughs> right? Yeah, and. Like, you know, there's a missed opportunity here. You could have had that same level of interest for this if you hadn't, if they, or I, not you. I mean, it's not your fault. If they hadn't made it a a just just aim solely at kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. So anyway. Well, George, I appreciate you agreeing to do the segment. I'm glad uh, we're going to talk monthly. So that's going to be fun. I'm glad I can uh, so. look at it impartially, at least until uh, they get to Norman. And if this show runs several seasons, this is going to be a regular segment for you. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. 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 I, I guess I should be happy there's going to be a season three. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>